If you are watching this video, chances are this is not your first rodeo. Chances are high that you've spent considerable time reading self-help books, digesting spiritual information, trying out those products, diving into self-growth. No matter what side of the equation you're on, whether you're a person who is teaching, producing, or creating content, or whether you're a person who is consuming that content, people in the self-help, spiritual, and personal growth fields tend to all have the same subconscious or conscious aim, to get to a point where life only ever feels good. Here is where something very serious needs to be cleared up. The biggest lie that the self-help slash spiritual industry sells you is the idea that there can be an end to contrast, that it's possible to get to a place where there is no negative things, nothing unwanted ever happens. It's at this point that I have to tell you that just because you say you're spiritual, not religious, doesn't mean you haven't carried over those same religious principles and just given them a makeover. The self-help slash spiritual industry is selling you the idea of heaven, just like so many religions have. Only this time, it's had a makeover. Now, instead of reaching heaven, an end state of positivity, after you die, by doing things right and good enough while you're alive, it's all about reaching heaven, an end state of positivity, while you're alive, by doing the right thing and doing things good enough while you're alive. Something that I've learned over the years by traveling the whole world and doing this, what I'm doing right now for so long, is that people, so many people, actually have this subconscious or conscious expectation. And it's the real reason why they're doing shadow work, meditations, positive focus exercises, diving into intentional manifestation, getting into health regimes. I mean, you name it. So many people across the world are only doing these things with this expectation that they can get to this heaven, a state of positive endedness where no unwanted things ever happen and there's nothing negative. Because of this, so many people around the world are suffering. They're suffering in their self-help processes. They're suffering in their spiritual path. They're suffering with everything that they're doing because they've been sold a lie or come up with that expectation themselves. Contrast is one of the integral elements of this time-space reality. What I mean by contrast is the existence and the perception of polarities, such as positive and negative, wanted and unwanted, dark and light, pain and pleasure. Contrast is the root of both personal and universal expansion. A physical human is meant to sort through the unwanted and wanted elements of this time-space reality so as to give rise to desire, and then to line up with that desire with their thoughts, words, and actions. Doing so causes a person to actualize the expansion. But this improved state of being will come with a new set of contrast, and so the process starts all over again, propelling the person into the ever-expanding state of being. For example, let's say that a person really wants to have a life in nature on a self-sustainable farm. By actualizing their desire, they may have things like a sense of independence and freedom, the peacefulness of the natural world, a life that is wholesome, high-quality food, and simplicity. 
but they may also experience things like inconvenience, lots of labor that needs to be done personally in order to maintain things, a feeling of disconnection from the rest of society, and a decrease in financial income. To understand more about this, you can watch my video titled, Want to Succeed? What pain will you say yes to? Now, when I'm bringing you into this reality, that doesn't mean that you should give up on life being good. This doesn't mean you should let go of trying to chase joy. <laughs> this doesn't mean you gotta stop going for improvement. In fact, quite the opposite. It is our desire, our overall desire for life to be good that causes us to make these improvements and causes us to be on this path of expansion where life is really about the better it gets, the better it can get. But this continual process of creating the improvement and moving to the expanded place, which can be quite joyful, in fact, is very different than expecting yourself or thinking you should be able to get to this place where there are no negatives and nothing unwanted ever occurs. Basically a place without contrast. To understand more about this, watch my video titled The Ticket to an Empowered Life. What you are after by chasing a state of heaven while you are alive is a state of endedness. There is no movement that is created in a being who already has everything that is wanted and is not exposed to anything negative. Initially, you came to this time-space reality because you definitely saw the benefit of expansion on a personal level and macrocosmically on a universal level. To come to this time-space reality, which is based on the value of expansion, and seek to put an end to that expansion by creating a state of positive endedness is a contradiction in terms. Aside from all of this, there are some concrete reasons why it is so important to not be doing these self-growth processes or self-help exercises or spiritual things with this attitude of, I'm doing them so that I can get to this place where nothing negative happens and nothing unwanted ever occurs. And in contrast, I'm gonna go over some of these big reasons why this is not the way to go about approaching life for you now. One, you will fail at it. You will fail at it no matter what you do. And you will fail at it through no fault of your own. You will not fail because you're not doing something right. You will fail at it because the reality of life and how this time-space reality was designed is in direct opposition to a state of endedness. Because of this, not only will you be out of reality, which only ever leads to unwanted results, you will also feel like something is seriously wrong with you and like you are not doing something good enough or right. This will cause you to suffer unimaginable levels of pain. Some of you who are watching this video are already in this kind of pain that I'm talking about. I'm going to give you an analogy. If we look at life a bit like the ocean, the contrast in life is like these waves in the ocean. So the mastery of life is really about becoming a master surfer of those waves. When you approach your life with this attitude of the goal is to get to a place where there is no contrast, where there absolutely is only positive things and nothing unwanted ever happens, what you're essentially trying to do is make it so there are no more waves. Now, as if that's not bad enough, if you've been sold this idea that doing this thing is gonna make it so that there's no more contrast in your life, no more negative, no more unwanted, 
then you're approaching life with an attitude of, if I just surf good enough, the waves will stop. No being who actually attained enlightenment is trying to teach you how to make there be an end to contrast. What they're trying to help you to do is to develop a different relationship to the contrast in life. And when you develop a different relationship to the contrast, your life experience is drastically different. And that is actually the ticket to a good life. Two, if you engage with self-help, personal growth, or spiritual practices, so that you can end up in a space where there is no negatives and nothing unwanted ever happens. You're actually living your entire life in a state of so that. Or you're at least doing everything you're doing in your spiritual or personal growth process so that. Even if you hate all of those processes that you're using. You will be doing a great many things you hate so as to get to a reward you want, but this means that you will hate the process of life and never achieve the reward that you're trying to get to. This is a recipe for burnout, powerlessness, and despair. You will especially get into a lot of trouble if what you're doing on a daily basis is using a lot of shadow work to achieve a state of heaven while you're still alive. It seems like a bit of a contradiction. If I, I tell you this at face value, right now you're going to be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But let's try it out. If you're really wanting to experience a life where everything feels good, but you're doing shadow work every single day, that doesn't make any sense. Any more than it makes sense to say, you know, it's really important for me to have rest. And so I'm running every day. The here and now experience of life itself will not only be painful, it will not be worth it because the reward for doing painful things, which you think is a life where nothing ever feels negative and you never experience something unwanted, will not come. To understand more about this, watch my video titled, If You Want to Be Happy, Don't Do This. 3. If you approach your life in this way, you are never going to be in the present moment. There's not going to be a now that you're living in. Everything you're doing is to try to get to this perfect future this positive end state. Basically, you're going to be on a rat wheel trying to get to something, which is no different than people being on a rat wheel in their living life trying to get to a heaven after death, right? There's no actual appreciation of the now. I'm going to go so far as to say that if you fall into this category, you're somebody who isn't even appreciating the now when you are appreciating the now. Why? Because if you do any of these practices around being in the now or appreciating the now, even that is a so that. You're doing it so that it adds up to this future you want where there's no experience of negative. Four, you will fail to fully commit to the adventure of life and to this process of expansion that you intended to commit to by coming into this life. Instead of really committing to playing this game of life and extracting the benefits from it, you're going to be in resistance to it, trying to get out of it and transcend it. You will not be fully committed to life. You will have one foot in and one foot out of life. And you cannot truly manifest what you want if you don't put all your energy into life. Also, you're going to be in resistance to both pain and desire. For this reason, it would benefit you to watch two of my videos. The first titled, The Meaning of Pain, and the second titled, Are You Afraid of Desire? The Truth About Desire. Five, you will walk around with an attitude that if you are somebody else that you know, 
is experiencing something negative, is in pain, or is having something unwanted happen in their life, you or them, they, are doing something wrong and bad in order to line up with it. By the way, it's at this point that I'd like to tell you that this is just a modern facelift on the religious belief that if somebody doesn't get to heaven after they die, it's because they did something wrong and bad. What you will most likely make it mean when you experience negative or unwanted things is something that causes you to feel inferior to others who you think are more right and more good than you because their life is better than yours is. That they are more enlightened than you are. And walking around with this attitude will cause you to hold a person in less esteem if they are experiencing pain and unwanted things. You may tell yourself that you're the more successful or enlightened one. You can often hear this insinuation in people's voices when they say things like, how was she a match to that? How was I a match to that? As if reaching a state of positive endedness where nothing negative occurs and nothing unwanted ever happens in life is some kind of measure of how right or good someone is or how awake they are. Six, this belief in this expectation puts you in a narcissistic bubble reality built for one. At its root, when we have this expectation or we're desperately doing things so we can get to a place where there is no negative and nothing unwanted ever happens. Essentially, there's an end to contrast. The reason why we have this belief or hold on to it so strongly is because we're desperate to get out of pain, which means we're in pain, right? And when a person is in pain, they tend to be pretty self-focused. It's not that they're doing something wrong by doing that. It naturally happens. Somebody who's in pain is really only thinking about their own best interests. Because of this, even if you've been sold on a practice, such as taking the other person's best interests as a part of your own best interests, you will ultimately only do that because you think it's going to lead to you yourself experiencing no more pain in relationships. And you're only going to seek to attain a state of oneness because you believe it's the ticket to you feeling good and no longer separated. Again, it's the attempt to manifest a heaven a positive state of endedness for you and yourself. Unfortunately, so many teachers, as well as so much of the self-help slash spiritual industry, has sold you on this concept that it is possible for there to be an end to contrast. That the goal of life is to get to some kind of a heaven while you're still alive. A state of positive endedness where nothing negative exists and nothing unwanted ever happens. What they sell you on is the idea that if you're not there yet, you need to do something better, that you're not doing something right, or that you're not being good enough. Because of all of this, you are chasing a goal that you will not reach. You have used your degree of happiness in life as your measure of your own goodness and rightness. You have turned your life into a so that. Joy in life is not dependent on there being nothing negative and on never experiencing unwanted things. Contrast is not an oppositional force to joy. You can love your life and still experience contrast. You can do everything right and good and you will still experience the contrast that is inherent to life. Otherwise, the second that any being became enlightened, suddenly there would be no more homeless people. Suddenly, everyone else would be awakened too. 
suddenly animals wouldn't eat each other, suddenly nobody would lose a loved one to death because death wouldn't exist. You get my point? So what you're looking at is that no being has ever reached a state of enlightenment, ever. Or contrast is an inherent element to life itself. And enlightenment or awakening simply gets you to the point where your relationship to that contrast is so different that the way you live life is different. With this in mind, I want you to ask yourself the following question. If I accepted that there will never be an end to contrast, that no matter what I improve or what desire I attain, there will always be both negative and positive, wanted and unwanted inherent within it. What would I do differently in my daily life today? And remember, there is absolutely no difference between working your ass off to reach heaven after you die and working your ass off to reach a state of heaven, state of positive endedness, while you are still alive. Have a good week. <laughs>